Hey, Nova families, need childcare? Let La Petite Academy help. With 13 locations nearby, we've got you covered. Your child will love our full-day summer camp. It's packed with hands-on STEM projects, exciting activities, lots of outdoor playtime, plus healthy meals and snacks, too. School-age students even get to take field trips. It's big fun for them and peace of mind for you. See it all with live streaming video in our Sproutabout app. Sign up at lapetite.com. Capella University is rethinking higher education. With their game-changing FlexPath format, you can earn your degree on your schedule, so you can fit education seamlessly into your life. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Right across the board, deals up again. Average sale price up again. Earnings seem to be up again. And, you know, then that makes for a good day for Transworld folks. In today's economy, more people than ever are looking to buy and sell businesses. But how do you do it? Welcome to The Deal Board, presented by Transworld Business Advisors. Straight talk about real deals and real people. Listen to stories, interviews, and expert advice to help your business sale, merger, or acquisition process. Now, here are your business exit experts, Andy and Jessica. Hey, welcome back, everybody. And it is The Deal Board, and we are talking Q2, which just wrapped up. And, you know, we've been talking about having an episode about recession, but it hasn't hit for us yet. We seem to lag a little bit, right, Jessica? Yeah, I mean, like business brokerage tends to lag a lot behind things like residential real estate and stuff like that. So we we obviously aren't seeing the same indicators that some other industries are seeing, but we've had another record quarter here at Transworld. Yeah, it's been a record all the way around. I'm just uh, searching for some of my statistics as I'm sitting here to talk about, you know, what we've seen. I mean, right across the board, deals up again, uh, average sale price up again, uh, earnings seem to be up again. And, you know, then that makes for a good day for Transworld folks. Yeah. And I guess maybe we could explain a little bit why, you know, we tend to lag is right because valuations and sold prices, and we've talked about this on our valuation episodes before, tend to be based on historical performance. So we're looking at the last three years of performance and small businesses in general have had really um, strong performances across the board for the last, I'd say, what, two years, 18 months. Now there's some industries that we've talked about on the shows that obviously were hit um, by the pandemic pretty pretty significantly or supply chain issues. But in general, as a whole, from what we're seeing, a lot of small business sectors have done well. Yeah, they have. And and the demand for buying a business has not slowed, slowed down much. I mean, even if it did, even if it slowed down 50%, we would still have too many buyers. So even if it's anecdotally, maybe we've seen some of the leads kind of come down on, on businesses. So instead of like 50 people responding to a great business for sale, maybe only 30 are, but that's still 30 competing for that business. And the competition is still driving prices and money. You know, although I've talked to some of the banks and I, I know you have too, Jessica, uh, we've talked to some of the banks and they have put in some recessionary uh, things into their modeling. So uh, they are getting a little bit more conservative in what pricing they're out there. I know I, I have spoken to uh, Gold Coast uh, Valuations and uh, Darren has said that they have started to think about recessionary price is, you know, pricing into the business, into the businesses. 
But again, you know, I don't know how much of a recession we're going to have. We're, we're going to try to get a show together. We've been trying to find some good economists to talk about it. I'm sure there are plenty of diverging opinions about it. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're listening to the show and you have an economics background, we'd love to come on and share your opinions. Make sure to reach out to us. But no, we, I mean, we've seen the same thing in our offices in Colorado and Dallas is the buyer pool is super strong. Um, so like, and, and when we looked at originally when we were coming, um, I would say coming out of the pandemic, like 2021, when a lot of the restrictions were lifting, our, our buyer inquiries were up like three to four times over 2019. So even to your point, Andy, even if it slowed down a little bit, we're still not back to the baseline level of what they were in 2019. So very competitive buyer's market, very well-funded buyers um, that we're seeing too. And we're seeing the same thing on the banking side. Yes, there's there's more conservative estimates of what businesses can do and things like that, but the banks are still lending, right? And the banks are still lending on a lot of deals. So you combine this larger buyer pool that has funds, they have retirement funds, they have savings, they have cash with banks still lending, with private equity still having money to spend. And it, it's fueling a, a very competitive, diverse market in business sales. Yeah, and the strategics are still out there too, right? They mm -hmm. still want to grow their business. They have mandates. Maybe they have private equity funding. Maybe they have uh, shareholders. Maybe they're public companies. So they definitely continue want to continue to grow. So let's just like dive a little bit into the numbers. We'll talk about uh, 2021 versus 2022. And then we'll talk about, you know, what we've seen in a change from the first quarter from our last update until now. So first, the number of deals, and I knew this was going to happen because like you said, I've, I saw it firsthand in Florida as well. And, and, and I do get some of these reports on the interim, but deals are up overall again this quarter. Yeah. So we're up, um, if you track year over year for the first six months, we're up about 28% in terms of number of businesses sold. Um, and, and quarter over quarter, or actually we'll just look month over month for June, like we closed out at 20% more than last year. So uh, very good track record. I think that, I mean, there's like a lot of um, inferences we can make into why this is happening, but we're, we're also seeing, we're going to talk about industries. We're seeing some of those industries that were harder hit come back. Um, and those uh, specific industries like restaurants, like health and beauty, those tend to be our higher volume categories, meaning we're selling more businesses in those categories. And we saw those come down um, in 2021 and especially in 2020, and they're now really bouncing back. So we'll talk a little bit more about specific industries, but I'm sure that has something to do with uh, the volume of deals that are getting done. Yeah. And, and Q1 versus Q2, as you said, in June specifically was 20%. And that was the least amount of growth year over year. So in April it was 36%, in May it was 24%, in June it was 20%. Not that that's going down, it does jump around for some time. So I don't think it's falling, um, but because we had some really good months last year in June and we had even a better month uh, this year. And, and it, again, June was the best out of the three months as far as number of deals reported sold. And again, same last year, June was the best month uh, out of the deals reported sold. So uh, deals getting done, uh, lots of deals getting done in June uh, and April and May following suit with January, February, March, just about looks like, again, right around that average of 20, 28% or so for the yeah. uh, quarter as well. So pretty steady 
uh, quarter over quarter, first quarter to second quarter, still up about 20% from last year. And looking at the, at the year end, we had some very busy months at the year end of 2021. So it seemed to have picked up a little bit on the second half of the year. So I don't think we'll see a 20, uh, 28% year over year increase, but we may. Yeah, we may. You never know. I mean, like we do, we don't have seasonality in our business, but there, there is some months that tend to have higher closing numbers, like towards the end of the year than others. So, so we'll see. Um, but if so far tracking a little bit higher than last year, and that's good as a business owner, because um, we'll talk about like, you know, sole prices and things like that, but you want to see deals getting done in the marketplace. And the more deals that are getting done means the more active the market is in general. So all good indications for selling your business. Now let's talk about even a better indication, probably what most of our sellers want to hear is the average sold price is up pretty significantly, right, Andy? Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, it's up uh, 80% year over year, the total sales price. Uh, and we we did do some larger deals, but you know, really, if you're trying to look for one deal to skew the numbers on the number of deals, when we're talking hundreds of deals, um, and we're you know we're going to do well over a thousand deals again this year, uh, so it's it's hard to skew it from one just one big deal. Uh, you and I both know that we have been closing larger and larger transactions. Our M and A activity has gotten very busy. So um, there was only one month so far this year that came down, which was January, and it was down about 20% year over year. But other than that, it is up 10%, 21%. And that's all in the first quarter. But the second quarter, it was crazy, right? Yeah, super crazy. I mean, we're seeing percentages increase in hundreds of percents um, for all three months in, in the second quarter. But, but to your point too, Andy, like, yes, there are some larger deals in there, but there's also smaller deals. So when we're looking at an average, what we're seeing is the trend. And the trend is that the sold prices of all businesses are going up. And we see that a little bit in the multiples too, which we'll talk about in a minute. But yeah, Q2, you know, 116% in April, 102% up in, in May and 269% in June, like really, really big increases over last year. Yeah. And I, I think, again, we could speak anecdotally again, but we're seeing some baby boomers come to the market, more established businesses, businesses that are making lots of money. Again, that it's still very competitive out there. People trying to put money to work. And now I think they're getting it done a little bit more than they were perhaps in 2021. So we're seeing perhaps a little bit more fluidity to the market or a little bit more uh, the grease on the wheels out there. And so, you know, I, it's not unfathomable for us to get to $1 billion worth of businesses sold looking at this chart. I'm, I'm pretty sure we may get there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, it's same thing as we talked about with number of deals sold. We'll see um, what happens in the second half of the year. I know we, we try and make predictions sometimes, but I, I, I mean, with the trend of this, you would expect that we can continue to see um, large increases in purchase prices. And, uh, you know, we got pretty close in 2021 to doing a billion dollars in transactions. So with this consistent increase, we, we should be over that line in 2022. Yeah. And we're seeing, and, you know, again, as our, as our network continues to grow and continues to mature, that only helps, right? So, 
and we and our ad fund, congratulations, ad fund, getting a good job of getting our name out there in the world as one of the top M&A uh, and business sale marketplaces in the world. And so I think we're seeing that consistently over and over that we're getting more listings, getting bigger engagements. And this just proves it as well as the next statistic we want to talk to about is the year over year average sold price. Yeah, the year over year average sold price is is really um, very strong as well too. So we're just seeing that, and and also, any you want to talk about the multiples too? Yeah, but and the multiples are are well are up. I mean, yeah. you know, we, we we made this big announcement in the first quarter that uh, that we had got we had hit three Yeah, and we're a little bit lower than that, but not much. No, not much at all. So we're at 2.92 as an average across all industries uh, for year to date, which is uh, like we joked on the last quarter update that we got to take down our two times episode, right? <laughs> now we we may, we'll see, we'll see. Obviously things can change and different marketplaces can change, but very strong multiples across the board. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about industries next and specific industries, what we're seeing, but Overall, very strong multiple at 2.9 times. Now that's 2.9 times of seller's discretionary earnings. So a lot of times when you're hearing multiples, it's really important to figure out what the multiple is um, because different multiples will mean different things. There's lower multiples for multiples of revenue. Oftentimes, if you're talking multiples of EBITDA, those will be higher than multiples of SDE. But what we track is multiples of seller's discretionary earnings, which is basically EBITDA plus one working owner's salary. Yeah, and probably that three uh, translates to a five or even more of an EBITDA multiple. But, you know, talking just real quick, going back to the average sold price. So we did report in the first quarter on our podcast that the average sold price had come down. And again, we had speculated that was because uh, we had increased the number of businesses being sold. So we did report in the first quarter, again, about a 30%, maybe a little bit less of an increase in the number of deals year over year, quarter over, uh, quarter, first quarter over first quarter. Mm -hmm. So now what we're seeing second quarter over to second quarter, we're, we're probably at an average of above 70% year over year um, average sold price. Mm -hmm. And so now we can't point to that, oh, the increase in some of the industries that we were selling uh, that had come back, and we'll talk about those again in a minute, were driving down some of the prices and, you know, anecdotally restaurants, beauty salons, fitness, you know, and we'll talk about some of that in a minute. But very interesting to see that the average sale price uh, quarter over quarter, year over year has gotten so very strong. And, and it was, it's funny, you look at last year, um, it's, it, it wasn't like those were really low months. I no. mean, they were, they were just kind of, they were one, they are some of the lower months of the year, but uh, again, we're, we're just seeing that average sale price really stay up there. And again, almost, it, I, I didn't do the average of the, of the, but we're probably up around Seven hundred, eight hundred thousand dollars. Eight. I just ran it real quick for okay, for six. Yeah, first six months <laughs> of the year, we're at uh, just over eight hundred and thirty thousand dollars, which yeah. is. But like you, you're right, Andy. Like last year, very steady throughout the year. You know, not right. like a little bit of movement, not a total to, uh, yeah. ton of fluctuation. 
Um, but we just, the last three months, especially we've just seen those average sole prices tick up. And there have been some big deals. I've announced yep. it on our Friday little vlog that I do, you know, $25 million deal here, $30 million deal here. You know, those, those numbers do somewhat uh, bring up the average sale price. But again, when we're talking over hundreds of deals, it really doesn't affect it that much. No, no. So I think it goes back to, look, it goes back to a lot of the stuff we've talked about. It, we have the buyers, um, we have financing, we have money available, which is driving up multiples, which is driving up the sale prices. And and we did see, say like, you know, we are also seeing some strong SDEs too. Like the businesses are performing well. So there's a lot going into this. And again, looking forward to the next six months, I I, I suspect we'll stay on a similar path. Like, I don't think it's it's going to, you know, maybe we might not end up as high as, you know, in Q2, we, I think the average sale price was up, what does this look at? 104%. So it might not be 104% for the whole year, but it's still going to be a pretty significant increase. Yeah, I agree. I think, I think we're going to have a very strong second half of the year. Uh, you know, we're, we're always waiting for the second, for the shoe to drop on things like labor issues, things like supply chain issues, uh, the, uh, things like raising interest rates that'll start uh, chewing on some of these prices hasn't happened yet. No, no. And it may happen soon. And we've seen we've seen some uh, investment advisors and we've seen some lawyers and accountants pushing some of their sellers, uh, some of their clients saying, hey, it is time to become a seller. Yeah, so, which I, I don't disagree with, right? Because- None of us can predict, you know, how long this wave will last, or if we are hit with a recession in the industry, how how much of an effect we'll see. So, you know, while the time is this good, and everything's lining up, if you're if you're on the fence, and we've said this, I think the last three quarters, if you're on the fence, like it was really it was time last quarter and the quarter before that, but now it's like it's really time. Right? It really is time, and yeah. and so I, you know, again. Uh, even if uh, the world, uh, you know, corrected in our world and came down 25%, it's still going to be a seller's market. Um, but it it will affect your price individually. So yeah, yeah. it's a good time to come. So let's talk about the industries. And we talked about doing the top 10, but I'm looking down the list and I want to go down the top 15 okay. because uh, I like some of the ones in 11 to 15 that I think people will be surprised about that are now in the top again. And we could talk about some of the issues that we saw in the past and, and why now they're coming to the forefront again. And, and so, and some of them, uh, I, I think you'll, you'll agree with me. So, so you want to go with yeah. number one? I'll kick us off. Number one. And now these are ranked by the number of deals that were sold. So um, number one category for us back in the number one spot is restaurants, uh, which is very typical for us to have a number one spot restaurants in general, there's a lot of turnover in sales. So it's great to see these back um, in the top. We did see less sales getting done um, post pandemic and post um, some of the, the COVID restrictions and lockdowns. And uh, we're, we're now seeing not just the number of deals getting done is back up, but the multiples are very strong in the restaurant industry too. Yeah. For the, for the restaurant industry, uh, that multiple above two, um, is is something that I'm surprised about. Uh, and yeah, same. Because historically, it's been around 1.7 or something like that. But I think this has been a beneficiary of the supply chain issues, right? And the construction issues out there. Because what you're seeing is it's cheaper and easier 
to buy a dead restaurant or an existing restaurant and put your concept in there. Yeah, which has always, I think, really been true, right? But I think it's just become more to the forefront of discussion. Um, if I know that in the restaurant industry, they call them second generation um, spaces, right? It's making use of these second generation or third generation spaces rather than going and building out and spending millions of dollars to do your own, own from scratch. So really strong performance in the restaurant industry. Um, hoping that continues for the rest of the year. I think it will. What, what do we have for the second spot, Andy? Number two, and I think it might have been number two before, uh, and it continues to be one of our strongest segments, is the construction industry. And, you know, no doubt, right? The world of construction is on fire. It will be probably well into the next five years, even if the housing market somewhat calms down. There's still bottom line shortage of housing. Yeah, sure. Shortage of housing, shortage of commercial. I mean, it, when we look at these deals and we see some of the work in progress um, backlog, it's it's just incredible. Um, so so I, I agree with you. I think this is it's been one of our strongest industries, very very healthy multiple in this industry that I think we'll continue to see at least for the remainder of the year, probably for the next few years. Yeah, the the, the multiple is so shocking. We're not going to say what it is because we want to make <laughs> yeah, sure no. that that stat is correct. Uh, we are in sales is, and we want to set expectations appropriately. Yeah, we want to <laughs> set expectations. But anecdotally, I did while we were on break, uh, did look through some of the transactions and some of them sold for very high multiple. Uh, and I think it's because perhaps real estate or some other equipment is involved. I know we have some construction companies that have had some huge amount of equipments, which again, almost turns into an asset deal where the the earnings don't necessarily support the asset level. Uh, but you see people buying up things. And I did look down this average sold price, and I won't say what it is, but it's in the multi-millions of dollars. Again, and we want to check that stat. But in the multi-millions of dollars, it is the number two, I believe, looking down the list, uh, average sold price. So construction, very strong. And if you own a construction business and you've owned a construction business for more than a decade, you know, this business is cyclical. Yeah. You know yeah. it. Yeah. And in 2008, everybody's coming to us saying we should have got out. We should have got out. Yeah. Well, here it is again, folks. It's time now, which is also, I do think why it is sitting in the number two spot. That's not typical for us. Construction is not typically our no. second um, second highest in terms of sold deals. I, I do think there are a number of construction owners that um, one are aging into retirement, but also do know the cyclical nature of their industry and are getting out at the right time. Right. Yeah. So, so number three. Number three, another one we're happy to have back up in the top five is beauty and personal care. And when we say beauty and personal care in our worlds, this is spas and salons and nail places and things like that. And this was another one that we we typically do a, a lot of transactions in the space every year. Like I would say it's typical for it to be in the top three. And it wasn't the last few quarters as these businesses were hit much harder than other industries. So to be back in, in the top three, um, in the number three spot, and also seeing um, strong multiples just under two times, that's very healthy for this industry. So, Yeah, agreed. I think everybody's going back out there. Everybody's tired of being, uh, looking like they're, they're home in COVID and they're traveling and there's events and people are back in their beauty care business and not necessarily afraid of being in a small space with people caring for them. So 
Uh, it is nice to see it at, back at number three. I agree with you. And I am, again, uh, shocked by the strong multiple. But again, uh, you know, there's just a lack of commercial real estate space. There's a lack of being able to build out commercial real estate space. So why not, if you're going out to buy a salon, or, or a massage or whatever, um, or, or a day spa, you're going to want to buy something that's already built out. So we are seeing that. And number four is not surprising either. It is automotive. And for the most part, selling a dealership, a full dealership, one of the branded dealerships like Honda or Toyota or something like that is not our game. Uh, it, those things sell internally a lot of times. They are sold by specialty uh, investment bankers that specialize in the dealership business. So what we're seeing and the deals that we're doing, and again, being number four, there's a whole lot of deals being done, is we're seeing the, the repair services, perhaps the car washes. But for the most part, you know, it's tires and repair. Yeah. And, and we, that's popular. We, it's very popular. And we talked about this, I think, last quarter with the supply chain issues on new and used vehicles. Um, you know, it's not easy to get a new vehicle if you want. So a lot of these repair uh, facilities have benefited from that those supply chain issues and have had great years. And I think that's why we're seeing more of a demand to purchase these businesses and also seeing a healthy multiple of over three times, just over three yeah. times. So again, it's a it's a good business to be in. I think it'll be a good business to be in for a while. Yeah. So next on the list is medical related businesses. And this, I mean, this is, uh, this is a term we, we, I, I would say is a little bit loose. Like we, we do have, um, you know, your traditional medical practices, but we also have chiropractors in here and some specialists and things like that. Um, a lot of deals getting done pretty high average sold price too, and, and a strong multiple, which I'm, I'm not sure this might be in the same uh, venue as construction. So strong. We, we probably aren't going to throw it out on the show, but yeah. Well, I will tell you that I looked over some of the transactions. Again, larger transactions, our average uh, price deal is well in the millions of dollars, over a million dollars. And so what we're seeing is a lot of is home health care is going to be more and more popular uh, over the next uh, few years. I did see something that we are still not replacing the workforce that is retiring. And there's going to be a huge need because of extended life and better medications and better therapies that we're going to need to take care of a whole lot of older people. And so home health care and people want to age out at home. So yeah. there's a whole big, we're seeing some of our strongest uh, sales being done in that, as well as some of the medical distribution businesses. Uh, so uh, again, a very strong industry. I think it'll stay in the top 10 uh, for a long time for us, if not go up a few notches, uh, because we do have a good medical uh, team here at Transworld throughout our system. So I think we're yeah. going to continue to see medical. And the one that, and the next one, which I'm, I'm surprised it's so far down because it's the lawn landscaping and that includes landscaping and snow blowing and uh, the service businesses usually is in the top three. Uh, we're seeing it drop down. And uh, so again, strong multiple right at three. Yeah. Uh, and uh, again, uh, I think this will continue to thrive. Yeah. And, and the next one down the list too, that I, I think is 
more, both of these usually are higher up the list. And I think it's more of a reflection of the strength of some other industries rather than less deals getting done in lawn and landscaping. But is um, this next one down is cleaning. Um, so this could be residential and commercial cleaning services, typically a strong business, uh, strong, strong industry for us. We're still seeing a good average sold price of just below a million dollars and a strong multiple. I'd say both of these are very typical um, in terms of what we see out of this industry. I just think it's just lower down the list because some of the other industries like construction, we sold a lot more than we usually would. Yeah, agreed. And if you go beyond cleaning, uh, what uh, is great to see, and again, we're going to, I think, see more of it over the years uh, with supply chain issues and increased costs of supply chain issues and disruptions in world labor and perhaps world relations, manufacturing. And I think more manufacturing will continue to come onshore. I think more trading of businesses in manufacturing will continue. I think we'll see more investment out there in the manufacturing world, and we will continue to get more deals. And again, extremely strong multiple, almost a four, uh, but that's not untypical for our manufacturing. Yep. Yeah. Very, very strong industry always. I think just more of a demand um, than recent. And then the next one, uh, going down, we're at what, number nine now, is another one that, uh, nine, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's, nine. Yeah, that's recovered quite significantly as fitness. So another industry that typically we will see in the top five, top 10, always last few quarters, it has not been there. We have not sold a lot of fitness businesses, but made a pretty nice recovery almost back to uh, average multiple of just under two times um, and seeing some deals getting done. Yeah. And we're seeing some of those small fitness places being sold. I think some of the bigger ones are still somewhat recovering with their membership and things, but I think uh, we'll see some of those come back. And then I just wanted to keep going down the list uh, beyond 10, but 10 is retail. So I think that's great. I mean, mm -hmm. everybody's, you know, and we, I think even did a show about retail's not dead. Yeah. Uh, so Three we times multiples too in retail. Right. It's awesome. Yeah. Right. And there's a lot of retail, good stuff going on out there in retail. Uh, but I wanted to go beyond number 10 because, and I know it's a favorite of yours, because I see some things coming up the list that I think are important. So yeah. So let's go do number 11. Yeah, I'll do number 11. It's, it's funny. This is where I got my start in business brokerage. I used to be um, the guru in doggy daycares. Actually, I think I still am in our, in our, in our office, but animals, pet services, really strong industry right now. And, and this could be, it's could be doggy daycares. It could be vet clinics. It could be grooming salons. It could be pet retail. Um, anything to do with animals and pets. And, and we're seeing a really strong multiple, um, almost a four and a half times. And this has become a, a highly desirable industry. I think I saw a stat somewhere that people spend twice as much um, on average, like on their dogs than their kids or something crazy like that, right? right. So um, it's become a highly desirable industry for a lot of buyers. It's a great industry, half a million dollar average sale price. I mean, very strong if you want to go out there and buy a two, it's a $2 billion, $2 trillion. I think it was $2 trillion yeah. industry. It's just crazy. Uh, and then next up on number 12 was liquor related businesses. Historically, that's been higher up the list. Those things are trading, but they're not trading as much as usual. Uh, but again, always something that uh, doesn't see an economic downturn. Uh, the, and they did really well during the pandemic, obviously any of the wine stores, liquor stores, uh, this is uh, distribution businesses, 
uh, continuing to do well. And that leads us to our next one as well. Yeah, which is distribution. So distribution, and this is not just related to liquor, but this is all distribution businesses. I think related, related to your comments on manufacturing, Andy, I think we're going to see, I mean, manufacturing and distribution are always um, some of the top two industries that buyers are searching for, very competitive businesses to buy. Uh, but I think we'll see even more of a demand of that in the coming years. Yeah, and you see it in the multiple. It's almost a five multiple for our distribution business average average size transactions in the couple of million dollars. Uh, keep going down the list, which I think is interesting, which fell off for a while, is the education school business, uh, which does include daycares. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I wanted to bring that up uh, because I think we're going to continue to see uh, that come back up. Uh, we have a lot of discussion of what's going on out there in the world in, as far as teaching is concerned and private schools. And I think private schools will continue to thrive. Yeah, it's, it's very interesting to be this far up the list um, at, at this point in time. So I, I think that's a good indication for that industry in the future. And then they round out the top 15 going back to retail, but food business specific retail. Um, so, so this is retail, but more related to grocery food, things like that. And very strong multiple over three times. Um, again, like you said, Andy, retail is definitely not dead um, and still highly valuable to a lot of buyers. Yeah. And I think that's a little bit of supply chain stuff too. Like, you know, yeah. people want to go to the produce market. They want to go to the meats, uh, the fish market. They want to go to the butcher. Uh, those things are coming back into uh, popularity. And so I think we're seeing some of those businesses continue to trade hands and have a nice strong multiple. So that rounds out the top 15, which I extended uh, the 15, because I really wanted to talk about uh, that manufacturing was back in there and distribution was back in there. And uh, well, manufacturing was in the top 10, but I wanted to get, get the educational and distribution in there because I, I thought it was interesting that education's back. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like overall, I mean, I don't think we can stress it enough. Really strong quarter. Um, really, and not just for transport, right? This is our our metrics and our indications are reflective of the businesses being sold. So strong quarter for small business owners, strong uh, quarter for anyone who's looking looking to do a business brokerage deal or an M&A deal in the next six months. And I guess we can just end it like <laughs> end it and say what we've been saying for the last year and a half that the time really is now if you're on the fence and you're thinking about selling. Well, you're about to hear it. You're about to hear directly from some of our folks. And specifically, I picked up some of these uh, clips as we were going around the country and we have some more clips from our franchisees directly. And you're going to hear uh, right from the horse's mouth that this is really across the board, uh, you know, in, in cities where you think people are leaving, like Portland and other cities where I was just at that are thriving. Uh, it's, it's, it's interesting. It's really across the board where this is a great time to sell and this is a great time to be in the marketplace. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll hear from a few other franchisees. We've got some listings of the week to share, some deals of the week. We hope this uh, provides you some value. We'll be back next week with our next episode, but we're going to continue doing these quarterly updates too. Absolutely. Let's get to it. Transworld Business Advisors is the world's largest business brokerage and mergers and acquisitions firm with over 500 brokers in nearly 200 offices worldwide. Transworld's team handles thousands of business sales every year. To be connected with a qualified business broker or learn more about the buying and selling process, visit tworld.com forward slash the deal board or call 888 719 
1-800-227-9098. Hey, welcome back, everybody. And we are talking Q2 results. It is 2022. We just ended the quarter. We are with Jerry Brisson from Transworld Business Advisors of Houston. And Jerry, I, I know you had an incredible quarter. We did. We actually had our, our, our best quarter ever. June was also our best uh, month ever in, in, in terms of sales and, and commissions and gross sales. So, uh, yeah, we had a great quarter. So what do you think is going on out there? I mean, we, we've been talking anecdotally, but we're starting to see more sellers come to the marketplace and still that there's tons of buyers. Well, honestly, um, we, we uh, listed 50% more businesses this year than we did last year to this point. We've listed um, over 150 businesses so far, and uh, we're seeing a tremendous amount of buyer activity as well. Um, we have about 27,000 active buyers in the, uh, in the Houston uh, marketplace, um, and uh, we market to them uh, quite aggressively. And uh, we're seeing a lot of those folks, um, you know, buying businesses. Yeah. So, um, and and we a lot of people have been talking about the uh, oncoming of recession, but you know, anecdotally, and and some of our stats shows it really hasn't hit us yet. Yeah, it's an it's amazing thing because yeah, if you if if you watch TV, uh, read the newspaper, um, you're, we're 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 hearing about a lot of. Uh, economic distress in uh, in in in, in the, you know in in, in the market. Um, we're just not seeing that in in uh, in, in the business brokerage business. Uh, as I said, we we are busier than we've ever been. I have more agents in Houston than ever. We're up to almost twenty agents, um, and uh, the number of buyer inquiries are at an all time high. And we're doing more deals. Uh, we're doing more more deals, and we're doing larger deals than we've ever done. Yeah, there you go. And, and I, I think we're going to see that through Q3 and Q4 as well. Our pipeline is is uh, bigger than it's ever been. And so we're expecting to do uh, more deals in the second half. And uh, we, we, we are well ahead of last year in terms of numbers, all numbers. And the trend is uh, continue to be upwards in, uh, in the second half. We're expecting to finish well ahead of, of 2021. And 2021 was their best uh, year in history. Yeah, we're seeing that across the board. So, Jerry, if somebody wanted to get in touch with you in Houston, what's the best way to do that? Um, they can get a get a hold of me um, by my website, and it's gbrisson at tworld.com. There you go. That's your email, but that's okay. Your website's out. The, <laughs> it's tworld Houston uh, at uh, yeah, tworld tworld slash Houston. There you go. Slash Houston. Yeah, I can't. I Excellent. I, I don't, I, I should know that, right? It's okay. It's all good. Cut that part. No, no, we will cut that part. All right. Great talking to you, Jerry. Thank you. Hey, Andy, do you know what time it is? It's time for our deal of the week. Deal of the week. Sold. Hey, we're back and we're back with deal of the week. And we have Tom Gismondo from Transworld Business Advisors of Brooklyn. And Tom, you have a very interesting deal. Uh, it's a very niche business. So why don't you tell us about it? Yeah. So Transworld does deals from Main Street businesses up to M&A. And we sold a, a swim school to somebody and they had such a good experience that then they were looking for a business and they bought it through us. They had another good experience. And they decided to work for us. Flash ahead a couple of years, this gentleman has decided to leave us, but 
Last week, we closed yet another deal with him where he just bought another business through us. It's a IT staffing business for the hospitality world. So tell us about that business. You know, that business we're thinking is going to be tough to sell because the hospitality uh, business has been under such pressure. But we're seeing in the market, people were seeing the potential for it. Like, it's getting harder to hire workers. So this is a service business. Maybe I'll take a look at this and get in at the ground floor, get in early before the resurgence happens. Yeah. So uh, he just bought it? He just bought it. He's looking forward to the future. So how much did he purchase it for? Uh, He purchased it for $50,000. Nice. Um, It's a great entry-level business, and he has a whole Manhattan territory to work with. Excellent. Sounds like a good deal for good people. Absolutely. Thanks for If somebody wants to buy another territory like that, what's the best way to get in touch with you? Sure. Uh, Email me, tomg at tworld.com, or you can give me a call at 973-903-9931. Thanks for coming on today. Thank you. Hey, we're back and we are talking about the second quarter and we are here at Pacific West Bank. We're here with Kyle Beisch. And Kyle, you were just talking about that it's been a really busy second quarter for the bank and you guys are growing here in the Pacific Northwest. Tell us a little bit about the bank. And again, thank you for having us. Absolutely. Yeah, we're really excited about the future here. Uh, Pacific West Bank was founded in 2004 here in the Portland metro area. We're one of the last locally headquartered commercial banks uh, in the entire market. So we're really excited to be hyper-focused about this market, uh, how we can help small business owners, closely held businesses, nonprofit organizations here in Portland grow, meet their objectives, and uh, continue to provide value here in the marketplace. So that's everything from banking to lending to SBA loans? Absolutely. Yeah, we're, I mean, you know, from a banking standpoint, we're pretty traditional in that we do uh, loans, um, operating deposit accounts, uh, SBA lending as well, whether it's 7A or 504, we can do both of those programs here through Pacific West Bank. Um, but outside of that, you know, that's that's all we focus on. So it's just the banking side. We don't do insurance, wealth management. We let the experts do those things. We focus on banking. Nothing better than a local bank and knowing the people that you're working with. So how far is your footprint? Yeah, so I'd say we go, you know, our, our kind of rule of thumb is if we can drive there and be home by dinner, uh, that's kind of the rule <laughs> of thumb. So, uh, but realistically, out to the coast here in the Portland area, out to Hood River, down to Eugene, perhaps, maybe up to Longview. So really Portland Metro and beyond, but uh, really, again, focused on Portland businesses. Excellent. Kyle, what's the best way to get in touch with you if somebody wants to learn more yeah. about Pacific West? Yeah, do visit our website, pacificwestbank.com. All of our direct phone numbers are there. That's something unique. You get a real person every time you call. Uh, to a real, you know, you can email us directly. All of our contact information is on there. Uh, do reach out. We answer first ring. Doesn't go to a calling tree or a call center across the world. You get real people live here in Portland. Excellent. Thanks so much for your hospitality today. I really appreciate it. Transworld is a great partner of yours. Thank you. Hey, thanks for coming. Appreciate it. Welcome back, everybody. And we are talking second quarter. The second quarter is wrapped up, and we are here in the Pacific Northwest, specifically. Transworld Business Advisors of Lake Oswego. And we are speaking with Philip Mandel. And Philip, uh, you have a banking background, right? Uh, Well, real estate. Real estate. Yep. So I pay attention to interest rates very closely. I don't think it's any secret that the Fed just did a monster raise a few weeks ago of three quarters of a percent. The good news is everything I read is that's probably it for the year. If there are any more interest rate raises this year, they're going to be tiny, you know, in the in the few basis points. 
but uh, but the big move has already happened and it's like everything's already started to settle out. Real estate is still going nuts. Businesses are still going nuts. So there's always a big shock when the race first happens. Then it settles out and like, when's the next one? I think the next one is next year. That's a, that's a really good point. And I, I listen, interest rates were artificially too low for a very long time. I think it's actually hurt sellers coming to the marketplace because previously, when I first started in this business many years ago, you could sell your business, put your biz, you put your money into some sort of investment that wasn't so risky and make money with your money. And over the last decade, let's say, or more, you really couldn't make money with your money out there in the market other than stock market. So this rate increase might make it easier for sellers to buy bonds and feel good about selling and going retiring. So this may help us in the long run. That's above my pay grade, but <laughs> if you said it, it's true. <laughs> there you go. We're going to make it happen. So otherwise, a good second quarter, right? I think so. Yep. That's All right. Cool. We're running right into the third quarter. Thank Philip. Philip, if somebody wanted to get in touch with you, what's the best way? Pmandel at tworld.com. Believe it or not, Mandel has one L. There you go. Thanks for coming on. Hey, Jessica, you know what time it is? Money time? Almost. It's time for Listing of the Week. Hey, welcome back, everybody. And we have Listing of the Week, and we have Jenny Abramson from Transworld Business Advisors of Beverly Hills, California, and Southern California. What a beautiful place. Jenny, you have a neat little business, right? I do. I have a very exciting business um, down in California. You can soak up all the sunshine. It is an established, profitable swimming lessons business. It's been operating since 2001. And uh, the seller is looking to move on to other ventures. Um, she's got a backlog of about 500 clients. That, oh, my God. Uh, yeah, just ready for the new owner to take over. And uh, it's a very rewarding business, I feel, too. It teaches a critical life skill and it Really, the owner can be engaged with the local community. Yeah, I'm, and make I'm, I'm from Florida, and kids must know how to swim. Yes. So it's the same in California. It, very important. How much yes. are they asking? Uh, Six hundred twenty-five thousand. Right. Does it make good money? Yeah, it makes good money. About uh, two hundred thousand in SD um, in 2020. Actually, they had a pretty good year. 2021, because the owner is split between different ventures, it's a little bit under. A little bit uh, less, but it's a good but... business and been around for a long time. Jenny, what's the best way to get in touch with you? The if... best way to get in touch with me is to email at jabramson at tworld.com or call me on my cell phone at 917-536-8672. Thanks, Thank Andy. you, Jenny. Hey, welcome back, everybody. And we are talking second quarter. Second quarter's over. And we are here in the Pacific Northwest. And I'm speaking with Michael Morrissey of Trans World Business Advisors of Portland. And you've had a busy quarter. I've had a very busy quarter. Many deals listed, many deals go under contract, and many deals closed. And the thing that I'm seeing most is that if I cultivate the buyers the right way, the businesses will fly off the shelves within a week or two of being listed. Yeah, well, I, I think that's, it's big. And, and we've had that for at least, you know, since the pandemic kind of started dissipating a little bit. We've seen that there's been so many buyers, even more buyer activity, and you have to educate the buyers because they have to move, right? You have to educate the buyers and you also have to have a personal connection. You have to have that rapport with them. It's just a five, 10 minute phone call and it creates that and they feel comfortable with you and they want to work with you. Sounds like you're an expert at it. I try. <laughs> so, so what kind of businesses did you sell? Uh, one is a coffee shop that uh, is 
doing very well for 18 years and then it's making a lot of money for its owner. And the other was a HVAC company that's only two years old, wouldn't qualify for bank selling, but is doing very, very well in its short time that it's been in operation. And it set up the, we structured the sale the right way where it just flew off the shelf in, in a matter of two days. There you go. It's about structure these days and making sure that the buyers understand what the marketplace is like and the sellers, right? Absolutely. All right. Hot marketplace in Q2, hopefully continuing Q3 of this year. All the way. All right. Thanks, Michael. Hey, everybody. We're back and we're talking second quarter. And I happen to be here in beautiful Bend, Oregon. And we're with Jonathan Che from Transworld Business Brokers of Oregon Central. Oregon Central. He keeps, you keep growing. So I have to <laughs> check the latest name. So, how are things going? I mean, it's been an incredible quarter. The second quarter is just finished and we're going into the third and fourth. What are you seeing here in Bend? Well, we see continued growth um, in uh, not only population, but a lot of entrepreneurs are starting businesses. A lot of folks are coming in uh, to buy businesses, uh, both existing or in existing inventory and franchises. Uh, this year, I think... Um, We've franchised six businesses so far, and um, this community continues to grow with uh, uh, some great people. Also, um, we have about 15 to 16 people moving in every single day wow. in the Central Oregon, which uh, helps us with our buyer pool. And that growth, um, uh, that organic growth is really helping our business community and business is thriving. Um, and it's just a, a great place to do business, a great place to live and a great place to be a business broker. Yeah, that's great. I, I know it's booming here and it'll continue to boom into the third and fourth quarter. Yeah, we are really excited. We uh, have doubled uh, our production over last year, we continue to get good listings. Um, our listings continue to grow, not only in numbers, but also in size. And we have uh, great opportunities uh, to uh, grow our franchise. And it's really exciting to be a part of Transworld and to bring Transworld to uh, Central Oregon. Doing a great job. Thank you for everything you and Holly do and your team. You're doing a great job. up here. Yeah, I got to say. Um, you know, we're blessed with great uh, uh, agents and team members. And, uh, you know, um, whereas my first year I did maybe nine out of the 11 deals, I may have done three this year, may do five, and my team will do the rest of the 30. So, yeah, my team is uh, a real source of our success here. Excellent. Thanks for coming on today. I appreciate it. Thanks a lot for having me. Hey, welcome back, everybody. And I am with the Dustin Odette and my favorite coffee guy, by the way. And so, but he's not talking coffee. We're talking about quarter two. And we're here in Dallas and the big D double L, the <laughs> big D little A double L A S. But it's an amazing place. And Dustin, uh, the market has been red hot here. The market's been crazy. So, uh, you know, we've got 50 plus listings right now in house. Um, Fire activity is going crazy. You know, I've, I've got one restaurant chain, funny enough, two locations, one restaurant, and I am sending out somewhere 15 to 20 NDAs a week consistently on it. So buyers are coming to Texas. They want to be here, and which just basically means it's a great time to be a seller. 
Yeah, it is a great time to be a seller. And even, you know, a lot of people, were, we've been talking about uh, some recessionary kind of constraints on things moving forward. And we keep talking about that we haven't seen it here. And that's evident, right? Oh, I think that we're insulated here. I think you're going to see a lot of other states get a little hurt in the next year or two. But I think Texas is still growing. Um, I read a report the other day that they added 300,000 new jobs in Dallas-Fort Worth year to date. So, And that drives entrepreneurship. I mean, there just needs to be more services, more landscaping, more pool cleaning, more construction. People are moving here and they need help. Yeah. So, Dustin, you know, you want to hire more agents as well, right? Oh, I'd love to hire more agents. Yeah, so I just want to get that out there. We were talking about an agent, and you told a little story. Why don't you relay that story about what the agent's career choice would have been and what just happened to them? So th this is an amazing story. Uh, brand new guy. He started in November. He just had a baby a month before, so has no option but to be out there drop lettering, doing the thing. Uh, he got two amazing listings right off the bat off drop letters. Closed one about oh, two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Very first deal, $2.25 million deal, $190,000 commission. And this time last year, he was looking at taking a job being a parking meter reader. There you go. So from parking meter reader to President's Club multiple times over and now, you know, being able to provide for his family. So Dustin, if somebody in the Dallas area wants to get in touch with you, what's the best way to do that? Oh, best way to do that is to shoot me an email, and that's just going to be D, and then my last name, Audet, A-U-D-E-T, at tworld.com. Excellent. Thanks for coming on. Thank you. Hey, Jessica, you know what time it is? Money time? Almost. It's time for Listing of the Week. Hey, we're back, and it is Listing of the Week, and I have my partner, Eric Strauss from Transworld Business Advisors of New York City, and Eric. You have a nice small deal there, but former client? We do have a nice small deal. Uh, she and I knew each other from Ellenville, New York, 30, 40 years ago. She has a moving company in Queens right now. Two trucks, 415,000 in revenues, 111,000 SDE, looking for 199. She and her husband want to move on and do something else. I think it's a great opportunity. Yeah, it is. I mean, two times, right? Yep. Just under two times. It, it is ready to sell. So... Eric, what's the best way to get in touch with you if somebody wants to learn more? E. Strauss, S-T-R-A-U-S, at tworld.com. All right. Get to it. Thanks, Andy. Got to get moving on it. Thanks for tuning into the show today. If you like the podcast, share it with your friends on social media. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on your favorite podcasting app. If you have questions, would like to appear or have suggestions for topics for the show, get in contact with us through our website, thedealboardpodcast.com. Hey, Nova families, need childcare? Let La Petite Academy help. With 13 locations nearby, we've got you covered. Your child will love our full-day summer camp. It's packed with hands-on STEM projects, exciting activities, lots of outdoor playtime, plus healthy meals and snacks too. School-age students even get to take field trips. It's big fun for them and peace of mind for you. See it all with live streaming video in our Sproutabout app. Sign up at lapetite.com. Capella University is rethinking higher education. With their game-changing FlexPath format, you can earn your degree on your schedule so you can fit education seamlessly into your life. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu.